and welcome to what's new in Microsoft 365 and Teams for the 7th to the 31st of May. So I'm just going to start off by dragging this over for you and someone's commented on a previous video saying great information but please speak more slowly and clearly thanks so i want to thank uh cara for taking time to share that comment i've had that feedback before i do have a habit of speaking maybe a little bit quick uh so cara i will try uh on this session to slow it down a little bit speak a bit more clearly because of i you are right so anyway let's see how we get on folks we have got some updates for forms lists sharepoint onedrive outlook stream teams and then we'll take a look around microsoft 365 so that's just like my catch-all type topic at the bottom you can see some icons a tick will suggest that it's already available a bite size is just giving you a quick update the uh, telescope is we're looking a little bit further into the future um an alarm clock with the zeds means that microsoft has snoozed the update and uh, it's a little bit delayed and in that hand which is meant to um, mimic someone like showing, showing like a stop sign or a halt sign um, that just tells you that the thing has been put on hold and we've got one or two of those today folks if you're watching on YouTube please take a second to subscribe give me a thumbs up it makes just a big difference uh, when it comes to uh, YouTube sharing the, uh, the updates so let us start with forms a new first run experience now i talked about this ages ago um so it's i don't know whether it's the whether it's the same uh update that's been just just revamped and just rebranded and, and, and it's and they're kind of relaunching the fact there's this new experience or it's genuinely different uh, i think i commented on this in, in the last video as well anyway you're getting this new forms user experience and it's just going to guide you through the basics of forms as you go and it's just to help people just start from scratch who are experiencing that just that when you stare at a blank form or blank anything when you're new to that software it just gets you past that so i think it's gonna be pretty good isn't it it's going to navigate through um through some templates the categories uh, and just make it a little bit easier for you to get started look out for that um early to late june so anytime over the next few weeks hopefully a delay to microsoft forms new app called polls and teams so you know that when you have a Teams meeting, uh, you add uh, forms, and then when you add forms, it shows up as polls. Okay, so I think they're just tidying that up, and it's due by uh, by mid-June. Interesting to see whether it, that is all there is to it. Are they simply changing uh, like the, the way it surfaces, or uh, do we already have the app and it just haven't quite integrated it all yet? So I'm kind of keeping a close eye on that. Because I'm not crystal clear on how that's going to manifest. But anyway, it's due over the next couple of weeks or so. Microsoft Lists. So we talked, let me just zoom in on this for you a little bit. So this new tab here, Unscheduled. So I spoke to you about that last time. Um, and we're now getting the ability to drag and drop um, list items around. So we can reschedule them by dragging them from uh, one date to another. So nice and easy, we just drag them about. Now you can unschedule. So this is um, part of, of, of that, that, uh, that new tab. If something you no longer know when it's going to happen and you just don't need a date on it, you can drag it from the calendar into this unscheduled tab and then it loses its dates. 
Also, if you do find unscheduled items, remember the things that appear in unscheduled don't have a start date or an end date or those two dates at the back to front. You can drag it from unscheduled into here and then it gets given a date. So that was due uh, by the end of May. So if anyone is a, is a forms user, uh, and you know that's already here. Maybe put a comment in the uh, in, in the um, comments area, but that should already be with you. And I checked before recording this; there was no delays to it, so you folks should already have that. Okay, let's have a look at OneDrive. Our first one is the ability to rename the uh, add shortcuts to my to my files shortcuts. Hopefully, you got that. So you know that you can go to SharePoint and you can. Uh, you can say that you want to add a shortcut to your to your files in uh, in OneDrive. Now they might, if somebody's added a rubbish naming convention to that thing that you're adding the shortcut to, it might not be that helpful to you. So you get the ability, you can see here, to rename it. So you've got your new shortcut, and you're going to give it a name that works for you. It doesn't rename the source as you'd expect, uh, and I think it's good that you can combine that with the, uh, the the option to move shortcuts. So it might be that you have you're working on the whatchamacallit project so you might have uh, someone here linked to something over here all these different sharepoint sites so you can create a folder called whatchamacallit shortcuts and you can just drag all those shortcuts in rename them as you want them uh, i think that's going to be, be quite a nice uh, change to uh, onedrive due early to late june so anytime now between now folks and uh, and the end of the month Okay, so move over to Outlook. New personal, Outlook personal bookings page. So hopefully this is gonna just make it easier for you and other folk to, to get your meetings um, sorted out. So it's an actual page that people can go to and, and hopefully um, get hooked up with you uh, and work with your calendar. Um, it's, um, it's, it's currently, it's gonna be on web initially. Um, and attendees can then go to your page and they can manage their appointments with you. Uh, don't confuse this with Microsoft Bookings. So this is Outlook Personal Bookings. Uh, and that, that, that Microsoft Bookings is uh, designed for group and team scheduling. This is about you, okay? Uh, and this is due mid to late uh, June. Initially, as a preview version. So when stuff's released as preview, it means that it's, you know, it's still got a few kinks in it, um, but, but it means that we, we, we get to use it. And like I say, it'll be on the browser version uh, first. I don't have any images for you. Maybe uh, as soon as I do, I'll, I'll make sure I share those with you, maybe next time. I really, really like this. Uh, additional Outlook RSVP options. Let me just zoom in on this. So I think I mentioned last time when I was talking about the new ability for people who are setting up a Teams meeting to set the availability for everyone who comes to their meeting. Uh, you can say whether they're going to be out of office, are they working elsewhere? So you can you, you can decide how people's calendars show their availability when they've signed up for your meeting. And I think I commented on, actually, what would be really helpful would be to to, to set people as in attending, uh, attending um, in person, attending uh, uh, online, and just by coincidence, this feature has popped up. So if you're invited to a meeting, uh, you can just give the generic normal yes you're attending, but you can also say, yes, I'm going to attend in person or I'm going to attend virtually. I think that is, it's, it's another one of those Microsoft things, isn't it, where you look at it and you're like, wow, that should have been in two years ago when the whole pandemic kicked off and people were working from home. Um, 
but, but they got there in the end uh, and I think that's a really really great addition I think it's, it's, it's great that they've added that so you got those three options due um, early uh, early this month early June uh, on web Windows the new um, outlook for, for Windows Mac and mobile so you know it said that it's not available in the legacy application on, on Windows now I've got to be honest I could, I'm not quite sure what that meant, and uh, on the blog post I put on there, uh, you know, what, 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 what's it referring to by this, the, the legacy app? Um, but you can see that, that it's coming pretty much everywhere, um, but we'll see that uh, soon, and looking forward to that. I think it's a really good uh, addition. Okay, a quick one for Microsoft Stream. The ability to comment on a video or audio file in that's stored in SharePoint or OneDrive. So this is new. Uh, this is new stream. And you see here that um, just like you have in lots of applications, like I don't know, in, in the Office applications, and I think I commented on uh, Visio a couple of months ago that it was getting this. So it's just it just means you get this comments area. I think that's cool. Um, but it's due. It, sh it should have come in. There's no further delays. So for you stream users, that should have come in uh, by the end of uh, May. So the last few days. Uh, I can't be honest, folks. I didn't check this one before we started this this video, so so that might be in. Again, if you know it is, then feel free to share. Okay, automatic groupings for app mentions in Teams for channel posts. So for those of you who don't know what um, this is about, this is about tagging. So you imagine that you work in a biggish team, and you you know how you got your team and you got your channels. Sometimes the way people clumped together isn't mapped by a channel so it might be that you have the I don't know the uh, the first aiders and fire wardens and um, and those sort of people and it's not a channel for them but you do have those on your floor plate or, 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 your, or, your, or, your, or your team how do you communicate to them do you have to do at mention person one at mention person two at mention, and you have to do all these at mentions what you can do is that you can create a, a tag in teams called uh, first aiders and fire wardens add those people to there and then wherever the channel is that you're you're communicating you can do curly out sign fire wardens and first aiders and all those people who are associated with that tag will get notified in their activity feed to get called into the channel that you're working in now if they're all in the same channel anyway then you don't need to do that but it's a great way of dragging in people who who basically work across your team and aren't necessarily in the same channel now we're getting a new um automatic grouping and I'm guessing we're going to see more of this so this is for team owners so let's say that you uh, there's an issue with a channel or and you can do the curly out sign and you can start typing let's just have a look at this here you can start typing team owners it's an automatic group so everybody who's an, who's an owner would get notified of uh, of your of your post so I think it's uh, I think it's a really nice uh, useful addition and it'd be interesting to see the fact that I've now got this automatic mechanism. I bet you that there'll be more of this coming along and i will group with these, these new uh, automatic groupings. But folks, that's due anytime now, uh, but certainly by the end of the month. I say certainly, I'm going to take that back because you know what it's like with delays. But let's see how, how that looks. Uh, okay, suggested replies in uh, Teams desktop. So I've included this, but you've probably already got it. I, I, I personally don't know anyone who hasn't. So you so you got a message here. Now the details say when they've sent a couple of messages to you, or a handful of messages, you can see there's, there's, a, there's a group here, then you see this. But actually, 
I'm seeing it much faster than the than the the the, uh, the, the, the actual uh, guidance says you're going to. So I'm not having to re- wait for multiple messages, and then you know the system looks like you know you, it's getting impatient and is suggesting that you answer the person. I'm actually seeing it a lot a lot quicker. Anyway, you get three offerings, uh, like uh, and their dynamics are based on the content. But I've got to be honest. So a couple of things. I'm not a big fan of using those auto replies. I'm terrified that the person's going to know that I couldn't be bothered to type and I've just used one of these. But I'm very informal uh, comms with people that I'm very close with and I know they won't mind that I will use it. And I'm quite surprised just how good it is. It's uh, the, the replies, the AI behind the scenes is reading the thread and making good suggestions. So a, a good, uh, good, good addition and you should already have it. If you don't like it, you can go into your settings. So go, go to the uh, full dots at the top, go to your settings general, and you can turn that off if you want to. Available now on desktop. I'd be surprised if anyone doesn't already have that. New meeting poll question type called rating. Um, now, I'm a big fan of polls in, in Teams, uh, Teams meetings. It's just a really nice way to, to, to engage your audience um, and and to get information from them. It just breaks up your meeting. It just gives people something to do. It just draws them back into the meeting if they're straying a little bit. So so this additional one, so we've already got um, the, 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 uh, the multiple choice, the free type, I think, uh, the, the word cloud, and then we're getting this fourth one, uh, ratings. Uh, due, uh, late June to mid-July. So that might even push out later into the summer. But look out for that, folks. I uh, another one that I really like, and I'll, I will straight up. I will absolutely be using that. Okay, more Bluetooth headsets and speakerphones to answer and and mute Teams calls. So the the uh, this update um, means that if you've already got a, a Bluetooth headset that isn't isn't currently Teams certified and you can't use it, they're going Teams is going to start using. Um, it's going to start using the, the software that's built into it. So the mechanism that it uses to, say, work with your phone, it's going to start using that to, to answer and and then mute yourself when you're on a Teams call. So using a physical device, so I really like um, I really like uh, Jabra headphones with a, uh, with, a, with a dongle like that for go on and off mute during Teams calls. And I think this is going to bring loads more um, devices into this. So if you can use your headset to answer calls with your mobile phone or your cell phone, uh, then it should work to answer and end calls. And I think you know, most interestingly, the mute button is going to work. Uh, just a thing on this, if, you're, if your computer's hooked up to multiple USB um, audio devices, then this won't work because it doesn't, it, it doesn't, it's to stop getting confused. But apparently there's an update coming that will show, uh, that will let you just tell teams which of your USB um, you know your your um, Bluetooth devices to, to to use. Anyway, if that's of interest to you, hop over to the blog and you can read some more. But for now, folks, the rest of us just look out. It again should be here by late June to mid July. This is quite a big one: collaborative annotations in Teams meetings presenters shared screens. Let's just zoom in on this a little bit. So we've got this new option at the top. So this new icon here, and this means that we we're going to start annotation. So been able to draw, put stuff on, and just and, and and just chat on screen, a bit like you would with a whiteboard, but it's it's almost like um, 
think about think like you, you you might have used whiteboard before now imagine the pane of glass that goes over the whiteboard the thing that you're writing on so that's going to get put over whatever it is that you're working on and you can use all these controls from the whiteboard okay and you can see here we click the button and now we've got these options here but make a note here of this uh, settings button on the right hand side we're going to talk about that in a second okay so as you can see, this has now been turned on, and let's just have another look at this. This is worth an extra couple of minutes. So we've clicked on the settings, so everyone can annotate. So just me or everybody. Um, the collaborative cursors, so we can see where people are. Okay, so um, just want to clarify, this is not about the whiteboard. I had to read this twice, to sort that twice, just to get my head around what, what it was. It's, it's using the whiteboard controls and put in an invisible whiteboard with those controls over anything that's on your screen. Okay, so that I think it's going to work really nicely. On this example here, you can see that we've got we've got a Teams meeting going on. We um, we can see we can see the collaborative cursors. We see where the people are working uh, at the top up there. If you just have a closer look at that, folks, you can see there that the person's choosing their pen, their colours, whatever. And we can all work on this together. Uh, it's due mid to late June um, this year, so we're talking about over the next couple of weeks in Teams. On on um, on Twitter and well work. This this created maybe the, the most noise that I've seen for, for a month or so. So look out for that. I think it's a really nice um, addition. Hop over to the blog because there's a couple of caveats about about saving it or what you do with it. Um, uh, and you can't export the out output. Microsoft suggests you take a screenshot. But those features are coming. But they're letting it out a little bit early. But I think it's great. On hold, expanded reactions in Microsoft um teams so you know that you got i think is it five or six options to react to respond or, or react to uh someone's post you know you got like smiley face your frowny face your cross face uh the heart thumbs up uh, anyway so that's going to they're looking at increasing that to 880 something like that um now certainly one client that uh that we deal with they uh, they really don't like emojis because the ability to um, for them to be misinterpreted, and especially if you're doing an audit in the future, what did that mean? How did this person respond? So the thought I can imagine for them the thought of having 880 is uh, isn't great. But somebody seems to have the same opinion as them because it's been put on hold. I wonder whether they're putting it on hold while they um, they give organisations the option to uh, to opt in or opt out and control that and control which ones are available. Yeah, have the legacy set or the new set. But uh, anyway, that bit of fun has been put on hold and look out for that. A couple of things now for the Apple Focus. I don't talk about this a lot because I don't, I, I'm not an Apple person. I, I had an Apple Mac for six months and six months later, I uh, I still felt like I was a new user and, and maybe because of using, you know, being involved with EIT since I was 25 or whatever, Windows, I think I became, involved in Windows NT when I was 25, so a while ago, yeah, a little bit younger than that maybe. To get to the level with an Apple, I just couldn't face the learning curve, so I've kind of given up on Apple. So, so I don't find myself drawn to it, so if, if I miss out Apple stuff, I apologize, folks, I don't do it on purpose, I just don't, I don't uh, notice it as much. Um, anyway, 
So Teams meetings on iPads, you get a multitasking panel. You can see on the right hand side there. Again, there's a bit more info in the blog, but it's going to show uh, that this panel will show uh, comments and attendees as well. Due uh, uh, June, uh, chat bubbles for iOS and Android uh, devices due uh, uh, over the next couple of weeks, uh, maybe three weeks or so. And it's I like these folks because it just means you don't have to keep an eye on the chat. I've got to be honest, in a Teams meeting, I don't like them, especially if, if, if I'm presenting or anything to do with with what's going on there or if I'm trying to focus, I turn them off. But I can see on a mobile device where you've got limited uh, real estate on your screen, I, I think those popping up would be super helpful. Anyway, both of those changes are due in June. Okay, we're getting close to wrapping up. Let's have a look at a couple of updates from around Microsoft 365. This old update I've told you about ages ago, the ability to create videos on uh, Office Mobile put back a little bit, but should they be here by mid-June? So it's due somewhere between January this year and June. So so it's like almost half a year spread, isn't there? There, uh, there is half a year spread, give or take two weeks. Uh, anyway, due uh, anytime now. And for Yammer, the ability to change the sender name on the, the Yammer notifications, so it's just a bit more intuitive and means more to the person, that is coming in late June. Okay, so as always, um, I know you're either watching this on YouTube or listening to the podcast, uh, but I do regular updates on Facebook, on Twitter, just do a search for Super Simple 365 regular updates on Twitter. Uh, they often go out at 7.30 a.m. Uh, UK time, so forgive me, just do that. Um, calculate what time that sort of comes out for you where you are. Um, I occasionally post on LinkedIn, but feel free to hook up with me over there. Uh, the, the blog, maybe uh, you want to just get a nudge whenever this comes out. So sign up for the newsletter and I'll just give you a nudge when this is available. Well, head over to the blog, folks, at supersimple365.com for the latest updates. Okay, so hopefully that was a slightly nicer pace for you. Um, it took, it took a little bit more time, so I hope that worked. I appreciate Carl taking the time to feedback. But for now, folks, we're done. Uh, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Hopefully, that was helpful, uh, and I'll speak to you soon.